And now, News Center 88 at 5, the area source for the most complete news coverage from across the campus of Marshall University and the Huntington Tri-State area. And now, the News Center 88 team. Good evening, everyone, for this Wednesday, June 16th, 2021. I'm Michaela Wheeler. And I'm Zane Bowles. Coming up this evening on News Center 88, U.S. Army has hidden or downplayed loss of firearms for years. All on your only daily source for Marshall Broadcast News. Dave Adkins will be in with the Metro Huntington weather forecast, and Christian Palmer will be in with the AFM 88 Sports Report. The current temperature outside is a sunny 77 degrees. And now on to our top story. The U.S. government has put an end to two Trump administration policies that made it harder Central American migrants fleeing violence to qualify for asylum. Attorney General Merrick Garland said today that immigration judges should no longer follow the rules that made it difficult for immigrants who face domestic or gang violence to win asylum. Except President Joe Biden ordered his office and the Department of Homeland Security to draft rules addressing complex issues in immigration law about groups of people who should qualify for humanitarian protection. The move could make it easier for Central American immigrants to win their cases in immigration court. U.S. President Joe Biden and Russian President Vladimir Putin have concluded their summit with an agreement to return their nation's ambassadors to their posts and a plan to begin negotiations to replace the country's last remaining treaty limiting nuclear weapons. But the two leaders offered starkly different views today over rising concerns about cybersecurity and ransomware attacks originating from Russia. Both leaders, who have stirred escalating tensions since Biden took office in January, suggested that while an enormous chasm between the two nations remains, that the talks were constructive. A new report finds that Latinas have left the workforce at rates higher than any other demographic and also have had some of the highest unemployment rates throughout the pandemic. That could spell trouble not just for post-pandemic economic recovery, but for the long-term stability of the country as baby boomers continue to retire. Before the pandemic, Latinas were projected to join the U.S. workforce in higher numbers than anybody else between 2019 and 2029. Now their economic gains and upward mobility are in jeopardy. Their board is being released today by the UCLA Latino Policy and Politics Initiative, a Latino-focused think tank. It was provided first to the Associated Press. They were a pair of young doctors in love who put off marriage to save lives. As the pandemic raged in Ecuador last year, they posted a social media photo of themselves dressed in biohazard suits, kissing and holding a sign, quote, Today was to be our wedding day, but instead, unquote. David Vallejo and Mavelin Bonilla's decision to postpone their wedding moved many Ecuadorians, but within months Vallejo himself would be fighting for his life and Bonilla was told her fiancé had less than 10% chance of survival. He survived but is still trying to overcome the effects of COVID-19. The U.S. Army has hidden or downplayed the extent to which its firearms are lost or stolen. Nearly 10 years ago, the Associated Press began investigating military weapons accountability with a simple question. How many guns have disappeared? A pattern of secrecy and suppression followed. Army officials refused to say and then offered answers that significantly understated the total. Eventually, the Army cited records which suggest only a couple hundred firearms vanished during the last decade. Internal documents show the Army's count is many times higher. Some stolen weapons have been used in street crimes. 
Army officials say they have strong security policies and thoroughly investigate missing weapons cases. Coming up, ex-Indiana Wildlife Center proprietor owes PETA $734,000. That and more news from across the tri-state when New Center 88 returns right after this. Ever notice when you have a baby, everyone seems to give you advice? From your mother-in-law, to your own parents, to your friends. But when it comes to the important stuff, like immunizations and protecting my baby's health, I trust my baby's doctor. She really listens to my questions about shots, gives me great information, and she works with me to make sure my baby gets protected. And that's something even my mother-in-law can agree with. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. You did it! You won! Congratulations! You solved all 10 briefcases without hitting a whammy! That means you've won the grand prize! Tell them about it! Ride! It's brand new radio station from Marshall University, WMUL 88.1. Contains the best music library, news coverage, award-winning sports, and impeccable talents. It's the WMUL 88.1. Cutting Edge! A worldwide leader of Marshall University sports coverage. Welcome back to Joint Perry Stadium in Bowling Green, Ohio, a stone's throw from I-75. Back inside the KFC Yum Center in Louisville, Kentucky. And welcome back inside the MAC Center here in Kent, Ohio. Marshall women's basketball preparing to take on the Golden Flashes. From Millet Hall in Oxford, Ohio, the campus of Miami University. Here at Top Daly Ficklin Stadium in the Emerald City, Greenville, North Carolina. WMUL-FM Huntington. Welcome back to News Center 88. Go to Best Newscast in the state of West Virginia by the Associated Press. I'm Michaela Wheeler. And I'm Zane Bowles. West Virginia's seasonally adjusted unemployment rate dropped three-tenths of a percentage point to 5.5% in May. The rate is the lowest since March 2020 when it was at 5.3% at the start of the coronavirus pandemic. The rate jumped to a high of 15.6% in April 2020 as employers temporarily closed their doors during the pandemic, but has fallen steadily since. The number of unemployed state residents dropped by 2,300 in May to 43,600. Workforce West Virginia says total non-farm payroll employment fell by 20, sorry, 2,400 in May. The national unemployment rate dipped three-tenths of a percentage point last month to 5.8 percent. West Virginia University plans to fully open its campuses this fall due to recent drops in COVID-19 cases across the country. The university cited state figures showing the number of active cases statewide had fallen 57% in the past month and that more than half of residents over 12 had received at least one vaccine dose. WVU says details for the fall semester on campuses in Morgantown, Kaiser, and Beckley may be adjusted based on infection and hospitalization rates and expert input. While the university is not requiring students, faculty, and staff to be vaccinated, those who haven't received shots must be tested for the virus before August 1st. A federal judge was or has ordered the former proprietor of a southern Indiana wildlife center and his ex-wife to pay people for the ethical treatment of animals more than $700,000 in attorney's fees stemming from its successful lawsuit alleging violations of the Endangered Species Act. The judge ruled Monday that Timothy Stark and his ex-wife Melissa Lane must pay PETA nearly $734,000 to cover attorney's fees and expenses. 
Stark gained attention last year as one of the people in the Netflix true crime series Tiger King, Murder, Mayhem, and Madness. The Associated Press reports that the judge ruled last August that wildlife in need, Stark, and Lane had violated the Endangered Species Act, in part by declawing tigers, lions, and hybrids. Huntington Bank is pledging $40 billion toward improving financial opportunities for consumers and businesses while tackling social, racial, and economic inequities. The Columbus, Ohio-based bank announced its community plan today in Detroit, where its commercial banking segment is headquartered. Part of the focus will be on affordable housing, small business loans, and increased capital to historically disadvantaged and low-to-moderate-income communities in Michigan, Ohio, and nine other states. Of the $40 billion, $16 billion is earmarked for minority borrowers and communities. Detroit and surrounding Wayne County are slated to receive $1 billion in funding, while Michigan will get $11 billion. Coming up next, millions fear eviction as housing crisis worsens. Then more news from around the nation when News Center 8 returns. Stay with us. Don't think a penny buys much? Depends on how much you value safety. One way to check tire safety is by placing a penny upside down in the tread. If you can see the top of Lincoln's head, you need to replace your tires. We can help you travel more safely with a five-minute monthly tire check. To learn more, visit our website at www.nhtsa.gov. Tire safety. Everything rides on it. My brothers, we gather here today for one true and all-holy purpose. The summoning of the great being. Give away your essence freely, brothers. Now, arise, arise. Yes, it's WMUL 88.1 FM. The greatest source of music, news, and sports the world has ever known. We are in debt to you. This is your Weedmeister 2000 string trimmer, cranking up to chow down on the crabgrass growing out of your driveway. This is the little chunks of rock and dirt flying everywhere like shrapnel, hitting your ankles, and sooner or later, hitting your eye. This is you calling yourself every name in the book for not wearing eye protection when working with a lawn tool. Any lawn tool. And this is a message about safety from the American Optometric Association. Welcome back to News Center 88, voted best news program by the National Broadcasting Society. I'm Michaela Wheeler. And I'm Zane Bowles. School districts that lost enrollment during the pandemic are looking anxiously to the fall to see how many families stick with the education choices they made over the last year. In hopes of boosting enrollment, many districts have launched new efforts to connect with families of young children, including blanketing communities with yard signs and enlisting bus drivers to call families. There are some early signs that enrollment may, may not fully rebound, but, and the stakes are high. If the public school enrollment dips persist, schools that lose students eventually could see funding cuts, though pandemic relief money is helping for now. U.S. stocks fell and bond yields rose today after Federal Reserve officials signaled they may start easing off the accelerator on their massive support for markets earlier than previously thought. 
The S&P 500 was 0.3% lower in afternoon trading after a highly anticipated set of projections by federal policymakers showed some seat short-term rates rising half a percentage point by late 2023. The Fed's chair also said it has begun talking about the possibility of pulling back on its $120 billion in monthly bond purchases meant to keep longer-term rates low. As case numbers decline and states reopen, the potential final stage in the U.S. campaign to vanquish COVID-19 is turning into a slog, with a worrisome variant gaining a bigger foothold in lotteries and other prizes failing to persuade many Americans to get vaccinated. State health officials say the slowdown in vaccinations was not unexpected but still concerning, particularly as the highly transmissible and potentially more severe Delta variant of coronavirus spreads through the U.S. Scientists have found a dead Asian giant hornet north of Seattle, the first so-called murder hornet discovered in the country this year. State and federal investigators said today that it's the first confirmed report from Snohomish County and appears to be unrelated to the 2019 and 2020 findings of the hornets near the U.S.-Canadian border. A resident found the dead hornet and reported it. Scientists believe it's an old hornet from a previous season that wasn't discovered until now. Large invasive insects pose a threat to honeybees that are relied on to populate crops. While not particularly aggressive toward humans, their sting is extremely painful and repeated stings, though rare, can kill. Two studies released today found that the nation's housing availability and affordability crisis is expected to worsen significantly following the pandemic. The reports comes as the Census Bureau's bi-weekly household pulse survey found more than 4 million people are at risk of eviction or foreclosure in the next two months. The studies found the housing crisis is likely widening the housing gap between black, Latino, and white households, as well as putting home ownership out of the reach of lower-class Americans. Both reports, one by Harvard University and another by the National Association of Realtors, call for government action through traditional measures like down payment assistance. Coming up next... Israeli airstrikes target Gaza sites. Your daily political update when New Center Radio returns right after this. You two must be proud of Johnny. Oh, we sure are. Yeah, he's a great kid. So he's got a job at the dealership, right? No, no. Yes, he did. Oh, right, the dealership. You know, he just started uh, there. Actually, it's been about six weeks. <laughs> Has it been that long? And he graduates next year, right? Oh, no, no. He's still... Yes, he does, Tom. Sure, Johnny graduates next year. I thought you were talking about... Who, Tom? Need to get closer to your family? So, Larry, let's talk about your kids. Give your family everything. Give them your time. From the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Welcome to Marshall University. We hope you enjoy your stay. But we know sometimes college students can get a little down. Introducing the cutting edge of all ailments, WMUL. Feeling homesick? No problem. WMUL will keep you company all day long, from our 6 a.m. morning shows until late night alternative. Tired of pinching pennies? Then WMUL is perfect for you. Marshall's very own radio station is 100% commercial free. We hope you enjoy our presentation, and don't forget to listen to 88.1 WMUL. Are you job hunting? With SelfCheck, you can check your employment eligibility records before your next employer does. So before you apply, check out USCIS.gov backslash SelfCheck. It's fast, it's easy, and it's free. SelfCheck gives you the confidence of knowing your government records are in order. 
check out your employment eligibility today at uscis.gov backslash self-check. Self-check is a service of U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Services and E-Verify. Welcome back to News Center 88. I'm Michaela Wheeler. And I'm Zane Bowles. The Southern Baptist Convention has tampered down a push from the right at its largest meeting in decades, electing a new president who has worked to bridge racial divides in the church and defeating an effort to make an issue of critical race theory. The more than 15,000 delegates in attendance yesterday picked as their next leader, Ed Litton, a white pastor from Alabama. In the second round of voting, Litton defeated Mike Stone, a Georgia pastor backed by a new group called the Conservative Baptist Network which encouraged supporters to come to the meeting as voting delegates. The Ohio House has voted to expel former GOP Speaker Larry Householder following his indictment in an alleged $60 million federal bribery scheme. The bipartisan vote today was only the second time in state history the legislature cast ballots to expel a sitting member. Householder and four associates were arrested in July, and an investigation connected to the legislation containing a ratepayer-funded bailout of two Ohio nuclear power plants. Householder has proclaimed his innocence. He told lawmakers yesterday that the expulsion push did not constitute, quote, disorderly conduct, unquote, warranting removal, and violated the will of voters who returned him to office in November despite charges against him. Until a year ago, Portland, Oregon was best known nationally for its ambrosial food scene, craft breweries, and quote, Portlandia, unquote, hipsters. Now, months-long protests following the killing of George Floyd, a surge in deadly gun violence, and an increasingly visible homeless population have some questioning whether Oregon's largest city can recover. City officials insist Portland is resilient as they launch a revitalization campaign and includes citywide cleanups of protest damage, encampment removals, increased homeless services, and police reform. They're hoping to improve Portland's reputation and bring visitors back to its downtown. West Virginia's Supreme Court has turned back a petition from a group hoping to open the state's first charter school. School boards in Monongalia and Preston counties in November denied separate applications from the West Virginia Academy. The Academy petitioned the High Court to try to force the State Department of Education to approve the public charter application. But the justices ruled yesterday the department has no authority under state law over the matter. Earlier this year, lawmakers changed a 2019 law allowing for denied applications to be appealed to the State Board of Education. But those changes came after the Academy filed its lawsuit in February. Israeli airstrikes hit militant sites in the Gaza Strip, and Palestinians responded by sending a series of fire-carrying balloons back across the border for a second straight day. Today's moves pose further tests of a fragile ceasefire that ended last month's war between Israel and Hamas. The latest round of violence was prompted by a parade of Israeli ultranationalists through contested East Jerusalem on Tuesday. Palestinians saw the march as a provocation and sent balloons into southern Israel, causing several blazes in parched farmland. Israel then carried out the airstrikes, the first such raid since a May 21st ceasefire ended 11 days of fighting. More balloons followed. And coming up, David Atkins will have a complete look at your Metro Huntington weather forecast. And Christian Palmer will be in at the FM88 Sports Report. Stay with us.
the worldwide leader of Marshall University sports coverage. So Marshall and North Carolina about 45 seconds away from tip-off here inside the Dean Dome. High atop the Liberty Bowl, broadcasting from what we'll call affectionately the tool shed. As the kick is high and end over end, we're underway here at Lane Stadium. Welcome back to the Wallstein Center in downtown Cleveland, Ohio. Marshall women's basketball on the brain. WMUL-FM Huntington. Would you believe that someone could go in for cancer treatment and end up infected with hepatitis C? I'm Evelyn McKnight, and that's what happened to me, because a healthcare worker reused a syringe during my chemotherapy. This should never happen, but in fact, thousands of people have been exposed to serious infections because of unsafe injections. Don't let it happen to you. Learn what questions to ask your healthcare provider to protect your health or even save your life. To find out more, go to oneandonlycampaign.org. Do it today. Welcome back to New Center 88. I'm David Atkins, and now it's time for your Metro Huntington weather forecast. Today, you will find it to be a sunny 76 degrees. The temperature will drop throughout the night before reaching a low of 52 degrees around the early morning tomorrow. The temperature will then rise significantly toward a high of 81 in the early evening. The temperature tomorrow night will then drop until it reaches a low of 61 around the mid-morning Friday before rising to a high of 89 in the late afternoon. Today in weather history. Today in 1989, daytime thunderstorms produced severe weather from northern Florida to the middle Atlantic coast. The thunderstorm spawned eight tornadoes and there were 138 reports of large hail and damaging winds. Thunderstorm winds gusting to 87 miles per hour caused $20 million damage at Columbia, South Carolina. Strong thunderstorm winds killed one person at McLeansville, North Carolina. Thank you to weather4u.com for that information. Currently outside the WMUL studios is a sunny 76 degrees. That is your Metro Huntington weather forecast for New Center 88. I'm David Atkins. Thanks, guys. Starting in NBA news, Charlotte Hornets point guard LaMelo Ball has won Rookie of the Year for the 2020-2021 season. Ball beat out Tyrese Halliburton of the Sacramento Kings and Anthony Edwards of the Minnesota Timberwolves for the award. After being selected third overall in the 2020 draft, Ball put up an impressive 15.7 points per game and 6.1 assists per game in his rookie season. The Los Angeles Clippers have officially ruled out Kawhi Leonard out of Game 5 tonight against the Utah Jazz. Leonard suffered a right knee injury in Game 4 of the series on Monday. There's currently no timetable for his return. Three days after clinching their first appearance in the Western Conference Finals since 2010, the Phoenix Suns received bad news involving star point guard Chris Paul. Paul is reportedly out indefinitely after entering the COVID-19 health and safety protocols Paul will be sidelined for an indefinite period of time. The New Orleans Pelicans have felt fired head coach Stan Van Gundy after just one season as head coach. 
The Pelicans missed the playoffs for the third straight season this year, finishing the season 11th in the Western Conference at 31-41. and Pelicans assistant coach Teresa Weatherspoon is expected to emerge as a serious candidate to replace Van Gundy in New Orleans. Weatherspoon would be the first female hired head coach in NBA history. The Washington Wizards and head coach Scott Brooks could not come to an agreement on a new deal and are agreeing to part ways. Brooks' deal had expired after the playoffs. Six head coaching positions are now open in the NBA. Boston, Indiana, New Orleans, Orlando, Portland, and Washington are all without a head coach currently. According to Yahoo Sports, Kentucky men's basketball coach John Calipari would be open to jumping back into the NBA. A high-ranking NBA executive told Yahoo Sports that Calipari, quote, may have maxed out at Kentucky, unquote, thus leading him to seek opportunities outside of college basketball. And last night's NBA action. In Game 5 of a series that was tied at 2, the Brooklyn Nets defeated the Milwaukee Bucks, led by star small forward Kevin Durant's historic performance. Durant finished the game with a 49-point, 17-rebound, 10-assist triple-double. Durant becomes just the fourth player in NBA history to record 40-plus points, 15-plus rebounds, and 10-plus assists in a single playoff game. The other three are Charles Barkley, Oscar Robertson, and Luka Doncic. In other NBA news, two playoff games will be played tonight. The Atlanta Hawks and Philadelphia 76ers will play in Game 5 of their best-of-seven series. Currently, that series is tied at two games apiece. Tip-off for tonight's game in Philadelphia is scheduled for 7.30. In the final NBA game of the night, the Los Angeles Clippers will try to overcome the loss of Kawhi Leonard and grab a, a victory tonight against the Utah Jazz. This series is currently tied up at two games apiece, Tip-off in Utah is scheduled for 10 o'clock tonight. In NHL news, Game 2 of the Western Conference Finals between the Vegas Golden Knights and the Montreal Canadiens will be played tonight at 9 o'clock. Vegas pulled off a convincing 4-1 victory in Game 1 of the series and will look to keep that momentum going tonight. Last night's NHL playoff action featured Game 2 of the Eastern Conference Finals between the defending champion Tampa Bay Lightning and the New York Islanders. Tampa Bay bounced back after losing Game 1 by winning 4-2 last night and evening up the series at one game apiece. That series will now transition to New York for Games 3 and 4 of the series. That game, excuse me, Game 3 will be played tomorrow night starting at 8 o'clock. Thank you to ESPN and Bleacher Report for the information provided in this report. And that will do it for the FM88 Sports Report. For the FM88 Sports team, I'm Christian Palmer. When we return on New Center 88, rain, shine, sleet, or gators? Stay with us to find out more right after this on New Center 88. You're listening.
listening to West Virginia's first public radio station. Public radio? What does that mean? No commercials. All I'm trying to say is maybe uh, no commercials is a good idea. Help build ratings. So crank up the commercial-free sound of WMUL FM 88.1, and we guarantee you won't hear one single commercial. And finally today on New Center 88, most people don't have to worry about being snapped at by a U.S. Postal Service worker, but someone trying to drop off a package at a Florida post office ran the risk of getting snapped at by an alligator in the lobby. A seven-foot gator made it into the lobby of the Spring Hill Post Office in Hernando County. An online post by the Sheriff's Department says a man spotted it while dropping off a package around 3.30 a.m. The lobby has automatic double doors to let people, and gators, enter at off hours. The story really stinks. And that's just fine and dandy with some people in Poland. Hundreds, if not thousands, lined up Sunday and Monday to get a glimpse and a whiff of a foul-smelling blossom known as the corpse flower. The plant, officially known as the Sumatran Titan Arum, had a brief but smelly bloom at a botanical garden in Warsaw. The flower emits a dead body odor to attract pollinating insects. It also attracts people who are drawn to and repelled by the funk. Those in Poland who wanted to avoid the crowds and the olfactory onslaught were able to see the bloom on my video. And that does it for this edition of News Center 88. Be sure to tune in tomorrow at 5 for our summer newscast, the most complete news from Marshall University and the tri-state area. And remember to check us out on the World Wide Web at marshall.edu slash WMUL. From Michaela Wheeler, Mike Stanley, Christian Palmer, Dave Atkins, and the entire News Center 88 team, I'm Zane Bowles, and your thought of the day is, Dad taught me everything I know. Unfortunately, he didn't teach me everything he knows. Al Unzer. <laughs>